Time to seek input from those of us who have the most expertise in the adoption constellation the adult adoptees, high voltage sign. The topic of open adoption keeps being brought up as a solution to closed adoption, and I'm seeking wisdom from the adoptees here to share your input on open adoption versus closed adoption. Of course none of us have been able to live both, but we do feel adoptees still have the best advice based on living adopted. They certainly have more experience than the adoption agencies, adoption attorneys and adoptive parents. As well as the birth mothers who make this choice thinking it's the better option. To the adoptees here, is one better than the other? Why or why not? Do you recommend open adoption? When someone asks you if it's better than closed adoption, how do you respond? Share as little or as much as you like. Comments will not be censored. Here are responses from 22 adoptees who had enough courage to chime in on this topic. Thank you to each of you. In some ways, yeah. But on the other, growing up, I just wanted to be normal and normal wasn't having two families. I still struggle with that idea and feel like I need to be rid of one of them. At the end of the day, I don't think adoption is an answer at all because there's no win situation for the adoptee. Alexis. Fuck adoption. Adoption needs to be killed. Legal guardianship. That's the answer, Danny. I don't believe it is the answer. It is a band-aid over a bigger situation. The only thing with open adoption is that the child has the opportunity to know where he or she comes from. But in the end there is still trauma for child. Confusion. And again it is not in the best interest of the child. Elva. Guardianship is the answer. Whereby contact to parents is open where it's safe to do so, where the child keeps his or her birth certificate and identity intact and where the child isn't gaslighted into believing adopters are the birth parents. The guardianship concept isn't likely to happen anytime soon so where open adoption isn't the answer, it's better than nothing. But legislation needs to put in place so that adopters cannot close an open adoption. Legislation allowing the child to return to his or her mother and father should be put in place to remove the permanency of closed or open adoption. And with open adoption, I believe it is in the child's best interest to not only see their mother often and with regularity, but that mothers should be encouraged and welcomed into the child's home environment too. Not keen on the idea of an adoptee's mother being shut out of the child's home. It must feel odd and strange that a mother or father is kept locked firmly out of the child's home. If it is safe for the child to have contact to their mother then it is safe for the mother to be welcomed into the adopter home so to create a stronger working relationship between mothers and adopters which in turn would make a child feel much more at ease and therefore happier. Gordy. No, it most definitely is not. Legal guardianship is. Janice. I cannot imagine how heart-wrenching it must be to see your mother periodically and then watch her go back to her life and family without you over and over again. I was in a closed adoption so cannot speak from experience, but, in my view it would be unsettling to say the least. Let's just reform adoption to be a last hope guardianship only when a child has been proven unable to live with any of their own family. And if possible should lead to help for parents and eventual return to family. Let's make adoption work for adoptees instead of hopeful family builders. Kimberly. I wish there was no adoption at all. I can understand that there will always be those who are unable or unwilling to parent their child and I would rather see the child with a family than an institution. What I have a huge problem with is stripping away a child's identity. Furthermore, forcing a child to pretend that they are from the adopted family. Because of this, if there have to be adoptions at all, and why can't there be legal guardianship instead of adoption? I would rather see open than closed. 
I feel closed adoption should be eradicated completely. I wish more than anything I would have been able to grow up knowing my siblings. That hurts me to my core. I am grateful to know them now, but I will never have that shared history with them, and it is very emotional and hard to see them interacting with each other and with my parents in a way that I can't. Children deserve to know where they come from and who they come from. They are entitled to see what their parents look like and know how to get a hold of them. Adoptive parents should never be able to close an adoption or stop contact with a bio family. My two cents worth. Denise. I've never understood how open adoption is the right choice for the child. Wouldn't that cause more confusion and anger for the child? Dash Christina. No. Just no. No adoption until a child is old enough to choose. Sammy. My adoption 60 years ago was gray market. Not totally legal baby selling ring people who made arrangements to traffic babies between Maryland, New York and NJ. I grew up in NY. The baby sellers often falsified much of the information, names, ethnicity, etc., found out in an argument when I was 15 that I had been adopted. They gave me the information, yet took away a great deal of trust plus given the shock of the news shared in anger. Not to say these ring folks placed babies in bad homes, however, they got in serious trouble for their extensive role in the practice. Met the lady that gave birth to me. Nice, open, vulnerable, kind, lost, and not mother material, therefore open might not have mattered, plus my parents might have felt insecure given all of the dynamics. Roxanne I don't feel that open adoption is a solution to closed adoption. Adoption, in its entirety needs to be overhauled. Adoption should not be an option to build a family. Buying a womb wet infant is baby selling plain and simple. Guardianship and kinship placements should be considered first if in fact there is a pregnant woman who really and truly cannot, shouldn't or won't parent. I believe in most instances, mothers do want a parent, but maybe in a temporary situation that makes it impossible or impractical to parent. Help with the temporary hardship should be the goal of every social worker out there. A birth certificate should never be changed, parents should never be replaced with lies. An OBC and a court order of guardianship should be enough documentation to register for school, get a license, passport, SS card, etc. Why is a falsified piece of paper proof of your identity? Closed adoption is horrific because there are so many questions, so much missing information, that it can be hard for a child to feel real. Open adoptions are potentially more problematic in that the child is repeatedly ripped from their natural family and may wonder why they aren't good enough to stay with them or a myriad of other feelings of otherness. There is no win-win for children in these scenarios. Daphne? I can't imagine how an open adoption would feel as a kid growing up. I was in a closed adoption so can only recount that experience and hazard a guess about open adoption. Whilst I wondered and made up stories of my birth mother it wasn't something that affected every waking hour. It wasn't every moment I looked on a mirror or got told off for being naughty. Indeed it really was as I grew older into adulthood that I started to explore how I felt more deeply. I'm fortunate to have reunited with my birth mother so the circle was closed with no gaps. She was adorable. I never thought after meeting her that I'd wish she'd kept me for my life would not be what it is now if things had been different. I sat on an adoption panel for many years and to place some of the children in an open adoption would have been harmful to them. I like the idea of letterbox contact which we do in the UK. Exchanges of letters and pics maybe twice a year via the adoption agency. Both sets parents remain anonymous but the kids get to keep in touch with their history. 
I think open adoption would work too if both parties are open and caring enough not to let their egos fight over the child. I used to explain to my own kids that there are so many sorts of families and parents and that each had reasons for being as they are and that is how the world works. I'm happy with both open and closed adoption as long as it's the adoptee's interests that are at the forefront of any decision. Jojo. All adoption is abuse of a child's human rights. There is never a need for adoption for a child who is genuinely in need of, frequently temporary, care. Kinship care, never adoption, should be sought in the child's father and mother's family slash extended family so that a child can grow up within their own family, having mirroring and feeling grounded. Knowing who they are, their family, place and culture. Failing this, a legal guardianship is kindest to the child, puts the child's welfare first and has regular checks. Adoption has become a multi-billion dollar industry by supplying babies who belong to one family to infertile people who feel entitled to a child when they can't have their own children naturally, or to savior attention-seeking types. That a person could even think like that, e, that they are entitled to someone else's child, is beyond me. Adoption involves child trafficking and skullduggery of every kind and lies and deceit. Infertile people go to great lengths, fundraising on Facebook, having bake and garage sales to buy a baby. How disgusting. There is never ever a thought for what the baby would want, only what they want. Adoption, first, it severs a child from the mother the child already knows and is waiting to meet. A baby knows their own mother by scent. Second, it cuts a child off from all that is rightfully theirs by birth. Their name, their birth certificate, is replaced with a fake birth certificate naming strangers as their parents, their family, their neighbors, their place, their history and heritage, their culture and country. Third, it forces a child to live a pretend life. Pretend these strangers are your parents. Pretend you are their son or daughter. It forces a child to try to be what the owners slash adopters want, as adoption promised them the child would be just like them, and they truly believe, delusionally, that if they cajole, manipulate and bully the child enough, it will be molded into what they want. The child tries to cooperate because he or she fears further rejection from the owners. This child usually develops Stockholm Syndrome and is loyal to his or her captors and parrots all they tell her. Adoption is beautiful, oh yes, adoption is beautiful. For this child to look at the truth of what was done to them is too painful. When a child is just him or herself, this is unacceptable to the owners slash adopters as it reminds them they are really not the child's parents. The child is being true to his or her own inherited traits and it really upsets them and they feel they were conned and didn't get value for their money. This child is the black sheep, the receptacle for the narcissist's foul projections. So many adopted people tell of their lives being destroyed by adoption and by narcissistic adopters. Recent studies have shown that most female adopters are narcissists. The amount of adopted children worldwide who are being abused in every way but especially sexually, who are being beaten, starved, imprisoned and murdered by their loving adopters should be enough to get this barbaric practice stopped, but it's not. Too much money is being made off the backs of innocent children and mothers. Adoption has no follow-on checks so adopters can do what they like to the innocent children they got their hands on. The idea that someone else's child can be legally owned by infertile or other types of people who want children is beyond appalling and reprehensible. The child loses their mother slash father and family and the life they should have had all because some strangers want a child? More regard is given to puppies and kittens than to human children. It's outrageous and it needs to be seen for the child abuse it is and outlawed. Legalized child abuse. Taking someone else's child is not a cure for infertility. 
Acceptance is the cure for infertility. Surrogacy is another breach of children's human rights, and we are seeing many of those purposely created children now with broken hearts just like adopted people have. Longing for their fathers and mothers. The same people who shouted about children being separated from their parents at the border have no problem coveting and taking someone else's child themselves. They disgust me. Geraldine. I think it's the best way to go. I wish mine had been. Dash Courtney. Open adoption well for a start in NZ there is no such legal law. It's only on the word of the adopting parents which they can break at any given time. Then on the other hand the birth mother can also walk away, perhaps she has a new partner, so that new family is her main concern, or new partner says no to contact with her first child. It's a very mixed bag. It's like everything some work most don't. Again the adopted child pays the price. Josie. I don't recommend any adoption but open is better than closed. I grew up with no real information about my parents. The non-identifying information did not answer any of my questions and only prompted more questions. I didn't even have a photograph of my parents. I had nothing and that was horrible. I would have appreciated having access to my parents, siblings and grandparents. But since my APs were abusive what I really needed was to return to my real family. Adoption of any kind can really mess with your head but having access to information would have been better for me. Lorene. No, Julia. I have already read and heard many stories about the so-called open adoption. Often the mother is persuaded to agree to an open adoption. She is presented with a fantasy. However, in 99% it is turned within one year so that a closed adoption is approved by the judge because the adoptive parents convince the judge that the contact is very confusing and slaughter for their child. The mother has no right to speak, so all adoption is bad for mother and child. Barbara. No adoption is the answer be accountable for your actions. Elizabeth. Only if the child wants to be. Why can't you can't adopt without changing their names? Without stripping them of their identity? Without taking away their relationships with their families? Dash Brittany. I think abortion is the answer. If a woman doesn't want or isn't able to keep a child, she shouldn't have it. Chris. Open adoptions aren't any better in ho. Can you imagine being ripped away from your biological mother over and over again? Every single time that happens a trauma occurs. All relinquishment, open or closed is rooted and grounded in trauma. We have to stop co-signing for trauma. The only way to eliminate such trauma is abolish adoption as we know it. Only in abusive situations we need to focus on keeping the child and the family first, kinship, and if all options have been exhausted in that area then guardianship should happen. In guardianship, no names are changed, histories aren't sealed and our lives aren't based on secrecy and lies. Our truth and all of it must stay intact. This idea of protecting us from the truth needs to be stopped because it's killing adoptees. We can't heal from secrecy, lies and half-truths no matter if it's closed or open adoption. I can never support adoption or open adoption until 100% of our truth is disclosed. We also need to be 100% for family preservation not adoption separation. Open adoption is not better than closed adoption. Abolish it and stop keeping secrets. The truth needs to be mandated and the truth means nothing hidden. Pamela are you an adoptee and have thoughts on this? Please share below, we want to hear from you. Please consider sharing this article the next time someone asks if open adoption is the solution to closed adoption.